0: man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play.
1: They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played.
0: You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. No, oh, that's that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on The Athletic
1: Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody out there? Hope you're staying safe. This is Jason Jones.
2: This is Kenny Caraway. What's going on, everybody? Throne Room Breakdown in the building.
1: And today we've got a special guest, uh, one of the uh, preeminent basketball coaches, trainers, whatever uh, basketball minds. I call him because you, you know you chop it up with them. He can talk everything from the good old days of the Pac-10. You know, when our age it was the Pac-10. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Pac-10. That's that's <laughs> the only thing I recognize right now. I don't even say 12 no more, man. It's Pac-10, man.
1: <laughs> all the way up to today, King's assistant coach, Rico Hines. What's going on, Rico?
0: What's up, man? Thanks for having me, guys. What's going on?
2: Oh, man, it's all good, man. The, the pleasure is all ours. You, 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 How you doing during this whole uh, COVID situation? Man? You staying safe, staying home, man? How's everything going with you?
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I'm good, man. Thank God, man. You know, before I get into that, man, you know, the crazy thing is I, I have to catch myself all the time. I always say Pac-10. I still say Pac-10. <laughs> you know what I mean? I still That's what
2: it myself. is, Rico. It's Pac-10, man. I'm <laughs> yeah. not, I mean, no disrespect to Utah and Colorado, but it's Pac-10, man. Come on now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's still Pac-10 all day for me, but I, I have to correct myself a lot with that, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm good, man. My family's good. I'm good. We're just, uh, um, you know, trying to stay busy, trying to stay, uh, uh, stay in some good shape, too, you know what I mean? Because eating a lot, you know, eating a whole bunch, man, drinking a whole lot of red wine. <laughs> so just trying to stay in good shape, man, exercising, and and, um, and then just checking in with all the guys, man, like all the guys that I work with and, and on our team and um, just guys around the league that I have relationships with and different coaches and stuff like that, man. We try to, I try to, um, you know, it's just we all stay in contact, man. You know, a phone call here. FaceTime here, a Zoom call there, man. It goes a long way. So, you know, just trying to stay busy, diff- cooking a lot, you know, different recipes and, uh, and, uh, yeah, man, watching game tapes and film and watching some old games and stuff like that, man. And,
2: yeah.
0: you know, just trying to stay busy. Just trying to that's stay busy. <laughs> that's
2: what's up. Now, me and Jason, we talked about this on our last episode, and you're the perfect guy to ask, um, about this. We were wondering, like, um, how much these guys are able to do right now, how much they're able to play. Some people have the hoops in the yard. Some people are staying in, like, condos with, you know, everything closed. So you you talk to a lot of these guys, like you just mentioned. Um, I, I, how much are they able to play? How much are they able to do during this time off? Do you, are you seeing that most of the guys are you talking to are, you know, able to do something basketball related or at least run around the block or whatever? Like, what's going on with these guys?
0: yeah man i get asked that question a lot man and uh you know i know for myself um i go i I go walking every day you know what i mean then i go to my park you know by my in my in my neighborhood and just kind of find creative creative ways to to do things just like when you're a kid uh but for the most part man all the guys man like a lot of these guys don't don't have uh uh hoops in their yard i mean you know in, in their places so you know, they're just doing dribbling drills. I I do some dribbling drills with some guys on zone sometimes and and stuff like that, man. But for the most part, a lot of these guys don't really have hoops. Like that. I know Buddy Hill has a hoop in his yard, so he he's you know he's getting up shots every day and keeping that keeping that form tight and that jumper tight like that. I know Marvin Bagley has a nice uh, uh, um, yeah
2: I mean, court in his house. He got yeah, a little golden one center in his backyard.
0: <laughs> yeah, they've been working, man, and, and, and it looks like they're having a lot of fun working like that, man. So some of these guys do uh, are fortunate enough to to have um, a, a gold and stuff in their backyards, but some of them not like like say for instance like, like Pascal Siakam, he doesn't. You know what I mean? He doesn't have. So he's just kind of on the on the bike a lot. He's on the bike a whole bunch and and stuff like that. So you know, it varies. Some guys do, some guys don't. You know what I mean? Like you say, some guys are in condos. But I think for the most part, man, everybody's just being creative. You know what I mean? Whether they got to be outside running, jogging, uh, just dribbling. You know what I mean? I think the hardest thing is just to get your shots up uh, 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 at an actual basket for some of the guys that don't have them.
1: Yeah, and Rico, this thing hit hit all of us, you know, really out the blue. You know, we were all at that game at Golden 1. Y'all getting ready to play the, you know, the Pelicans and look up about 8 on the clock. Y'all the only team out there. So it wasn't like – you guys had a chance to say, okay, here's our you no know, mid season break plan. How did you guys go about getting guys' plans and helping them figure out what it is they can do? Because everyone is in such different situations right now.
0: Yeah, you know the crazy thing, man. That was uh, that was crazy. That night, man, that was that was just a crazy night, man. And, and i still thinking about that night to this day, man. And it's something I never will forget, man uh you know because fox and i had just went through our whole little routine before our game you know there, and i went through our pc i mean our pre-game workout and you know it was just like a regular game day like and it was a big game for us because you know New Orleans and us we you know we fighting for that spot you know what i mean it, it was on espn like it was a lot of it was a lot of good energy in the building from our team and from the like it was just good energy and then like you know uh it's a matter of fucking excuse me a matter of minutes like it just all just I mean a whole world changed man. So it was definitely an eerie night that night. Uh, as far as as far as different guys man around like I, I, you know, and I, I I talked to Phil Handy about this. It was a good friend of mine who works for the Lakers, and uh, and some other coaches. You know, we we they asked me for different ideas or we trade ideas. And the main thing, man, more than anything for me, I just like to check on the guys from a mental like from a mental standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, the the game is going to be what it is, right? We You know, we're going to do different drills. We're going to, you know, my thing is just kind of like, just I man, how you doing? What's going on? Some positive. Experience. I'm a real positive person anyway. I'm very optimistic. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm definitely glass half full. And so I like to, you know, just check on the guys just to see how they're doing, how their family's doing, how they holding up. And, uh, you know, let them know that like, we we'll, we'll get through this, we'll get through it together, and I'm here for you. You know what I mean? So it was more, it's more from a, for me, man, it's more of a, like, just to check on them, just checking on it. You know, if they want some drill stuff, we'll do it. We'll talk about it. But for the most part, it's just like from a mental standpoint, like, look, man, let's just, you know, what's up. You know what I mean? Just, just shooting it. Just, just, just talking hoop or just talking about life or whatever going on for about, you know, however long they want to be on. So that's where I've been going with it, with with my guys, man, with most of my dudes, just, you know, just regular talk and, and, Uh, and stuff like that and and, and let them know everything will be all right and we'll do it together, man. Because I know when it it first happened, I was kind of like, man, like that first week was rough for me. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I have never like, guys, this is like my 15th season uh, coaching and, and doing this, and I've never in the last 10 years, I've never been away from the game from basketball court more than five days. Mm. You know what I mean? I've I've haven't taken vacations and teams like,
2: so it was it was
0: rough. Like I had never I've never done it, so it was really really rough for me the first week. Then I found my routine. Then it was better and stuff like that. So I know the ups and downs that I was having. I wanted to make sure that I could help the you know whoever needed my help from a from a mental health standpoint. Right.
2: Well, we got uh, Rico Hines, King's assistant coach, and, and quite honestly, one of the one of the pillars in the in the culture of, of hoop right now. Rico Hines in the building with us. And, and Rico, we're going to do this uh, Last Dance style real quick because we're in the present, and we're going to come back to the present, but I want to turn back the clock a little bit, man. I want to turn it back to 98. You know what I mean? Maybe Rob could get some kind of 98 music, you know what I mean, like they're doing in the Last Dance to, to, to play in the background. And UCLA, man, you were part of a huge freshman class that included yourself, Baron Davis, and Earl Watson. And I'm just – you know, I saw that, and I'm just imagining – you know the hype for that freshman class at that time because we we know UCLA basketball still holds a little bit weight a little it holds weight not a little bit but it holds weight still in, in, in LA but it wasn't like it was in 98 in 98 UCLA basketball was big time and for you mm-hmm. guys to come in um you know mm-hmm. as a freshman class with you know with so much promise what what was it what was it like man what was the scene like you know on in Westwood with you guys coming in like that
0: Well, first, man, again, thank you for the kind words about me, man. I appreciate that as far as, you know, being a pillar in the basketball community because I really love what I do and I try to uh, be extremely pure about it. So I thank you for the kind words. But uh, 98, man, it was crazy, man. We... First of all, it was a great class. It was a great class. I think we were top two or three in the country in, as far as recruiting class that year. And uh, we had some other good players, man. A guy by the name of Billy Knight who was in that class. Uh, Travis Reed, Ty Ramazar, who was a walk-on with us. So, we had, you know, it was a lot of us, man. We had a great class, man. But uh, uh, it, it, we we wasn't that far removed from winning this uh, national championship. We won it in 95. And so, you know, it, it still was that buzz kind of, you know what right, I mean? It was still right. that buzz, and, and at that time, man, UCLA basketball, it was like the Lakers and then UCLA so, LA basketball, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's yeah. how, you know, because the Clippers wasn't like they are now back then, you know what I mean? So it was, we, you know, people knew us around the whole city, you know what I mean? And and Barron, Baron was big time. Like, he was, like, you know what I mean? Like, he he was huge, like, you know what I mean? Because he, you know, he he was so dang good, man, and so – we had a great bond as a as a group man and we worked hard we pushed each other we were so competitive and uh and and, and we're still good friends to this day and you know baron and our best friends earl as well we talk all the time uh we just talked last night and 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 so we talk a lot man and and the friendships uh uh more than anything more than the basketball stuff it's just our friendship man like we we really love each other man and we hold each other down and, and um uh, and we're there for each other, man. And and so I think more than just, it was just the relationships and the friendships that we met, that we, because we were all from different places. We were from totally different places, but we knew each other, obviously. And uh, and, and the relationships that we have to this day is awesome, man. But we, we pushed each other. I think that's the biggest thing from during that time is, is the buzz that we had and how hard we competed. Like, we competed and we pushed each other because we all wanted to be good. We all wanted to win. And I think it helped all of us in in, in the long run. Yeah,
1: and just looking back at that era of uh, Pac-10 basketball, what do you remember? Oh, personal kind of question. Remember about those uh, Cal teams? I know I've talked to Luke <laughs> about that. Just not just Cal, but Arizona. The, the, the pack was tough back then. You know, Arizona, yeah. Oregon. It yeah. was it was a gauntlet every night. Just what do you remember about just some of those games? And I mean, every every road trip, you know, that could be two L's. There, there really wasn't a whole lot of. You know, you go somewhere. We got both of these wins.
0: Yeah, man. Because it was like you know, back then you played Thursday, Saturday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how the games went. So you have to say you go to, see know, you go to, um, you know, the Arizona trip. You got to play ASU on that Thursday. Then you got to turn around and play Arizona on that on that uh, on that Saturday. You could you can easily come home and two. Or if you went to, you know, if you went to the, the Northwest, you got to go play. Washington and then Washington State, man, you know what I mean. And you gotta go to Portland. You gotta fly into Moscow, Idaho for Washington State. You know what I mean? They, you know, it's a tough. You know, you gotta go to Portland, Washington, and it's cold as I don't know what out there. It ain't no, ain't nobody in the stands, so you gotta get motivated. Like those are some of our toughest games, because like those games always came down to the wire. You know what I mean? Or you gotta go come up north and play Stanford and uh, and, and Cal, man. You got the college twins and all those dudes. Then you got Sean Lampley and those guys from Cal. And then, and, and, and my hardest uh, – the hardest person I ever had to guard other than Barron, you know what I mean, other than Barron, it was was Michael Dickerson at, at Arizona. Oh, mm, yeah. He was, yeah. Oh, he was so – he was strong. He could do, he just did everything. He was, like, I remember I was a freshman. He, like, hit me. I was like, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he was so strong. He had a first step, man. He was the hardest guy I ever had to guard in my life, man. And so, like you said, man, you could easily go and 2 on a, and, or, or or have a four-game losing trip. You got to go on the road a couple times, man, because everybody was good. Uh, uh, the style of play was just so much so different, man. Everybody was flying up and down the court. And then, you know, and and and, and playing a, a brand of basketball that was way before his time, I think, you know what I mean? Because now everybody plays like that. But we were kind of playing fast and up-tempo like that back then. So um, it was definitely the best time in my life. Uh, uh, playing because you know it, it, was, it was it was very competitive and you had to be on your game. You know what I mean? You had to be on your game to play J T. Jason Terry and those guys and, and everybody. Man, everybody was just good. You could you. It was great time for the Pac Ten man back then and because uh, it was so competitive. I hope it gets back like that because you were seeing you know five teams. It was ten teams in the league. You're seeing five teams for the NCAA easily right. every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's half the league pretty much. So hopefully you can get back to those days.
1: And two or three, we in two or three, we get to the second weekend too. It wasn't like you were sitting yeah. five teams and everybody was yeah. done in the first week.
2: That's facts.
0: I went to my five years there. Man, I went to four sweet sixteens. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like in five years, so I mean that's a you know that's a hell of a job. You know, so you was playing a lot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Jason was uh, was that '98 or so? Was that was Ed Gray there still?
1: Uh, not '98. No, 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 he's like, a little Ed earlier was going than that, that was. That was Sean Lampley, uh, Gino Carlisle, uh, mm-hmm. Gino Carlisle, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah you know, Dennis that.
1: Gates was a was a youngster yeah, back then. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was a that was you know that was a Air Gray was right before then.
2: R- randomly, Ed one Ed of my Ray. one of my favorite games as a, as a I was a teenager at that time. Um, there was a Saturday afternoon game. I think it was your sophomore year, Rico. And I think Jason – I can't remember if it was Jason Terry's year to shine. I think it was his year to shine. And he was going up against Barron. And you guys – both teams was going at it. Like, that game was so yeah, live. Like, it, it like inspired. I watched the game and then I went to the park for, like, maybe about four or five hours afterwards because I was so hyped after watching that game. I think Arizona got you guys. But it was, like, close. It they was did. intense. Like, you they guys did. was going at it.
0: Yeah, yeah no, I remember that game. I know exactly what game you had cause... We had JT, we I talk, we still talk about it. We had JT uh, trapped in the corner, me and Barrett. And we did a lot of, you know, we talked a lot of trash back then, man. And and I remember we was trying to pump JT in the corner. And JT was kind of rolled on us like, man, uh-uh, y'all, uh-uh. Like, y'all got the wrong one. You know what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. man. And we ended up, shit, we all ended up hanging out that night after the game. <laughs> together, man.
2: So, That's what's
0: so up. you know, JT ain't no punk. You know what I'm saying? Like and he, he came back at us. Well, you know what I mean? Like it showed it showed me a lot, you know, about who he was and, and obviously the great career he's had, man. You could tell that, you know, he was he was a stand up dude, man, and, and, and I really respect him for that. <laughs> That's
2: what's up. That's what's up. Now, um real quick I wanted to ask you this too. So, you know, for the longest time I thought you was, you know, an LA guy. And then, you know, I was talking to you one time uh before the games and you you know, you told me you was from North Carolina. I was like, I had no idea. So Obviously, to get a get a full ride to go to UCLA, you probably had, you know, a lot of schools back there, back in the, you know, what you guys call it the Bible Belt, right? Or in that area, you know, uh recruiting you as well. Besides the obvious, I may be biased. I'm from born and raised in California. And then you got L.A. on top of that. So besides the obvious of, you know, you come out on the trip and you in L.A., man, and you like the sun is shining, it's feeling good. <laughs> besides that. What made you leave that area and come all the way across the country?
0: It was 100% that. One recruiting trip was was all it took, huh? Yeah. Man, when I got off the plane, I was coming from like 30 degrees. Because I had went to prep school in Maryland. So I'm coming from like 20, 30 degree weather. You know what I mean? I got off off the plane. I'll never forget it. I was like, whoa. You know what I mean? (laughs) And they did a good job recruiting me. Like I said, they did a good job recruiting me and and on top of that like I said you know we wasn't far removed from just winning that 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 uh that national championship and uh uh you know I had other you know North Carolina recruited me they ended up signing somebody cuz I took so long to get my scores my test scores so they ended up signing somebody before me uh you know they couldn't wait um, you know they didn't want to wait it was kind of like which one of y'all going to sign first so um and then up uh, you know, North Carolina State, all the all the school, man, all those schools recruited me. Um but uh I just felt comfortable with coach 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 Steve Lavin, man. He did a great job recruiting me. Uh and he's one of my good friends now to this day. I ended up coaching with him at St. John's University uh for five seasons. And uh I mean we're we're still as tight as they come. He's a he's a Bay Area guy too. I think he's from Marin uh, in San Francisco type area, but um it was just he did a great job recruiting me, man, and, and the tradition of UCLA. That, that 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 I'm a big tradition guy. I grew up being a University of North Carolina fan all my life, and then so to me, the two were very similar except one was on the West Coast, one was on the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of my thinking too. I rather I I go to the, you know, the North Carolina uh the West Coast pretty much as far <laughs> as tradition wise. You know, somebody that right. just had just as much or well, not more tradition, and that was a big reason reason why I did it for the tradition the weather and uh and and, and how coach lab I, I felt really e- at ease with coach lab man. He he did a great job and he's a good friend of mine, a mentor. And uh it, it was just right. It was just it was just right, man. And I think it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life.
1: Yeah, Rico, I know I'm an LA guy and growing up we always heard about those UCLA runs. And how how crazy it gets in the summertime and now you've kind of taken that to a, a different level to where we see those videos you got everybody out there you can you just t- talk us through how you you know you made you kind of made your imprint in that in that that kind of world of ucla runs and just what you do and I mean like I said we've watched these videos man it's amazing the guys you have out there on a daily basis getting their work in
0: yeah yeah no that's I get, I get that question a lot man you know the crazy thing is uh, you know when when I that was you know that when I signed to come play at UCLA, you know you went, during the summers, right? It was legendary. You know what I mean with Magic. Magic, we used to run it back then. So you have Magic Johnson and Hakeem one, You name it, man. You walk in there like and we're we're you know we get the opportunity to play against these dudes all summer. It was the best. Like it's the best thing ever, right? Like who who gets this? You know what I mean? And back then, you know, Kobe had just came to uh, L.A., so he would be there. You know what I mean? Then you got all of us. Then you got the L- L.A. cats like Derek Martin, Mitchell Butler, Chris Mills, Cedric Sabalos, like, you name it, right? <laughs> you name it, they in there, right? Um, and so we got a chance to do that all summer, man, and it helped us as a team because we were we would bring our, our whole team in there. You know what I mean? And we learned – man, we just learned so much, dog. We learned so much, man. That's why, you know – we ended up having a lot of pros on those teams like Capono, Earl, you know, Baron, Matt, uh, Berserk, Moiso. I mean, we were loaded. Like, you know what I mean? You got seven, eight pros from one team, you know what I mean? And, and some really good players like Jerron Rush, myself, and Ray Young and all these guys. we were all on the same team. You know what I mean? And then, you know, before those before Matt and those guys got there, we had, you know, Chris Johnson and Toby Bailey and Jelani McCoy and we were just J.R. Henderson. We were just loaded. You we were we were loaded, man. And and so we got a chance to go in there and play with those guys every day, so uh I ended up getting hurt towards the end of my se- uh my last game in my senior season and um uh and and um so uh i could either I could either rehab go overseas, do all that whole thing, you know what I mean uh try to figure it out, bounce around from minor league to overseas you know all that whole thing right or I always wanted to coach. I always wanted to coach. I already knew what I wanted to do, you know what I mean, which 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 was a big thing for me and helped me out so much in life because I already knew what I wanted to do. And I was fortunate enough, uh, you, know, uh, you know, with Baron and uh, some other people that they believed in me as far as, all right, man, while you rehabbing, uh, uh, you can work, you know, work me out. And then some other guys wanted me to work with them too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at the time, like 24, <laughs> you know what I mean, 24, and I'm, and I'm still rehabbing. Yeah, it was crazy. And so I'm rehabbing my ACL, my, I partially tore my ACL, so I'm rehabbing that, the head surgery, rehabbing that, so when I, mean, I can get on my feet good enough, I started working. I started working with band. I was everybody, a lot of guys. You know, I was just very, very fortunate because they knew my passion for the game and they knew my knowledge of the game. So started doing that, man, and uh, 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 at that time, nobody – few they was playing up there a little bit like still but it was kind of wearing down because those guys like Derek martin and mitchell butler those guys were getting older so uh i was working out all the mostly all those guys and they kind of was like yo rick you know you you take it over now, they didn't say take it over but it was kind of like you could see they wanted me to kind of do my thing because i was working out everybody anyway right Right. so right.
2: it's passing that torch a little uh, bit
0: yeah yeah kind of passing the torch along and stuff like that but um so I do that, man, and I was very fortunate for Trevor a reason, man. Because, uh, you know, they his people they hired me, they wanted me to do his pre-draft and work with him and get him ready for the NBA. You know, do his whole pre-draft and stuff like that, man. And that was that was big. You know what I mean? Because nobody believed in Trevor. Now look at him, seventeen years later, right? Nobody believed in him. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, we just worked. We worked, man. And he's a close friend of mine, a dear friend of mine to this day. I still work with him. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and so. Uh, got him and he ended up getting drafted, you know, the second round and the rest of history. You know what I mean? Like he's, you know, six ten has has had a wonderful career. And then the next year, and I'm still working with Barons, I do Trevor's and then the next season, uh, they I get uh Ryan Holland. They give me Ryan Holland to work with to get him ready for the NBA. And uh I tell you, I, and Ryan I tell anybody who listens that I'm the only reason why he got 10 years out of the NBA, and I believe it, too, (laughs) because I don't know if he should have got 10 years out of the NBA, but he did, but he did, he did, man. And um, So during that whole time, I'm still doing stuff, you know, we're still playing in the mid. but back then, you know, there was no social media, right? You know what I mean? So nobody, only only people like yourself knew about all the runs and stuff going on in there, you know what I mean? Uh, So I ended up... Uh, I was working out Barron one day and, and Coach Don Nelson comes up to me. He had just got the job. Coach Don Nelson walks up to me and says, Hey Rico, you do a great job. I don't have a lot of money to give you, but uh, how would you like to be a part of my staff? He just said this out of the blue. Like if you, if you know Coach Nelly, he just, I mean, he was just crazy. Like he just walked out <laughs> there and asked me that. And I was, and I'm at the time I'm 26 years old. Guys. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Oh yeah, coach. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yes, I would love to be a part of your staff, and you know, uh, you know, and they ended up, and I ended up, you know, he paid me, but not, not. It was crazy. It wasn't that a lot of money at the time, but I got raises every 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 year, which was a blessing. Um, but yeah, man, and and and, and so, um, uh, the the buzz of you know, uh, uh, so I ended up doing that for five seasons at Golden State, four seasons at Golden State, and then I ended up leaving there and took a job at. Uh, at, at st john's university so here's the crazy part uh you know so i'm gone pretty much i'm gone from U i'm gone from la for pretty much nine nine years you know what i mean pretty much nine ten years i'm gone so the the runs at, at ucla were going down like pretty much you know then you got like russell and all kevin all those guys starting to come through but they're not really playing like it's not it's not it's not nothing going on up there anymore the summers were done so I guess people have started going other places, like, you know what I mean, whatever. They was, you know, d- different guys are doing different things, different places and stuff like that. Like, I guess people used to go to the Clippers facility and, and different places, whatever, right? Um, we got fired at St. John's, right? We get fired at St. John's, right? We had a great run and we, you know, we did great things there. We get fired at St. John's. So I'm like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, all right, I'm going to just go do do what I do best. You know what I mean? I'm going to just go back to – because I was still working – when I was at St. John's, I still would work with guys like Anthony Morris, C.J. Watson, J.R. Smith. I, those guys would, would drive out to St. John's come, or come in the summers just to spend time and work with me. You know what I mean? Kobe came. You know what I mean? Like a lot of different guys. So when I was coaching the college, they still would try to come out and, and, and work. Um, So we get fired, man. And, and uh, I said, man, look, you know, so I moved back to L.A. We got to move back to L.A. I said, I'm going to just do what I do best, man. And I was so fortunate enough to still have, you know, Trevor Ariza, Bobby Brown, Pooh Jetter. Uh, Barron was still playing a little bit at, at you know, at the time. Uh, he was well, coming back from a knee, a bad knee injury. Ryan Hollins and and uh, um, all these guys that I already, you know, they all that already have been working with. I just went back to work. You know what I mean? We went back to the same blueprint that had already worked. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we did. We worked out in the morning. Then we played in the afternoons like that was the blueprint right you worked out you go lift do your conditioning and then we come back and play so i just i just went back to doing that and, uh, and obviously then you know all their guys come all those guys want to you know they, they want to like trevor like chris paul and pj tucker because all those guys are friends you know what i mean so now it's like they want to work out they want to come do what we're doing you know what i'm saying and, and at the same time um you know at the same time I'm starting to get guys like you know, people are sending me their guys to start to do their pre-draft. You know what I mean, like Pascal and all these other guys, right? So, uh, so I, I just went back to the same blueprint, right? You know what I mean. When we get fired in what was that, 15, 2015, right? It took me, and 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 no lie, man, and it was just as packed. So the summers became just as packed as they are now. I just wasn't doing social media. You know what I mean? So we do our workouts in the morning. All of us, you know, I got all day workouts for all the guys, you name it. And then we come back and play in the afternoons, right? I just wasn't doing social media. And my assistants they kept saying, they was trying to get me to, like, since 2015, they've been trying to get me to do social media. You know what I mean? Because it was all, <laughs> nobody, you know. And I'm like, man, nah, nah, nah. And they, like, coach, you got to show it, man, because, like, the stuff that you're doing, you got to, you get like, it's just in the new way. Cause I didn't understand social media. I didn't understand the whole thing. You know what I mean? Cause I'm old school with it still. So I'm like, so I said, well, here's what you do. You do it. You know what I mean? And then, and then all of a sudden it just, it, it took off on its own little thing, man. And people like, they fell in love with it, man. And 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 I'm happy I did it just because I get people all the time telling me how much I inspire them and help them. You helped me get through some tough times. And I listen to your message and that's what it's about. You know what I mean? I'm a big believer in that more than anything else. The only difference that I did when I ran it, when I run the gym, when I run our gym, is it's not just pick up and open run. It's, you know, I treat it like a practice facility. We're going to play the pick and roll like this today. We're going to run D sets today. And this is how we're going to do it today. And these guys love it because they want to be – the good ones want to be coached. Like every time Kevin Durant comes in that gym, he was trying to get better that day. And James Harden is what, like, they're really trying to get better. They ain't in there just for the, you know, for the fun of it. You know what I mean? That's why they come back so much, because they know they're going to get some good work in that particular day. It's not just, you know, like like I said, I wouldn't even have a camera in there if it wasn't for my assistants. You know what I'm saying? So that's the difference, I think, with, with our thing is, man, how it's ran in there. But I hope I answered your question, because uh, I, it, getting the runs back started and doing what I'm doing, it happened because I got fired
2: from St. John. <laughs> <laughs> that's the trip. It's funny how funny how things work out that way, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. crazy, right?
0: It's crazy. How, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how it happens,
2: but yeah, that's how it happened. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but you, I mean, to me personally, you know, I'm I'm a guy that, and I know Jason is as well. You know, I'm just engulfed in the in the culture of basketball right now, and I mean, right now, you see that video drop with the Rico Heinz basketball logo on it. I mean, it carries weight right now, man. You know what I'm saying? It carries weight. And I'm not just gassing you because you're on the show. i It's just being real. I remember a couple of years ago, I don't, I don't even know. I didn't – I think at the time I didn't even know you were doing stuff with the big horns and stuff like that. I just still knew you were doing uh, the runs at UCLA. And I remember I saw Buddy Hill in one of the games and one of the workouts, and it was like –
0: Oh, it's yeah. lit. Like, yeah. buddy
2: about to get, he about to get right right now. He down there with Rico, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's just the the weight that those runs and those workouts carry in the basketball community right now, man. So you're doing a great job with it for, for sure.
0: No, I appreciate it, man. I like to think it comes from a pure place, man. You know, I use that word a lot. I, I like to, uh, it's very, it's very pure in there, man. It's not, a, it, it, it ain't about the look. It's about straight getting to it, getting to it, man. It's a real, real work. Believe in the blueprint. You know, I, I, don't, I don't like people coming in there with the bullshit or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's ran the right way. You know what I mean? It's ran the right way. The same way you act in your practice, the same way you act in here. And guess what? If you don't, you know, if you can't do it, then, you know, you can leave. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not what I'm about in here. You know what I mean? We're not about that. We really, it's a special place. And I always say uh, uh, um, uh, uh, trust the tradition in here, man. Like, Like, respect the tradition in here. Like, there's a lot of people that came before you don't be, you know, respect the tradition in here, man, and, and work your butt off when you're in here. Older guys teach the younger guys. Still go at them, but teach them. You know what I mean? Bust their ass and there. Show them how you did that. You know what I mean? And then younger guys be, recept- be receptive of it. You know what I mean? And try to get a little bit better, man, because it'll, it'll carry you a long way. So many guys have said like Cassius Stanley and, and Josh Christopher and all these guys and these young dudes, because young dudes become old dudes. You know what I mean? And they like, man, I had the season I had because I was in there all the time. Or, I, you know, I felt like when I got against these guys, that was easy. You know what I mean? And 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 that's what it's about, man. It's about the blueprint of that whole thing. Really believe in the big picture of it. Take yourself out of the nail and think about putting yourself into into April when it's the playoffs or something like that. And you can you can kind of change the game or or, or take yourself from. A uh, 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 one million dollar player, or a, a borderline player like Thomas Bryant, to a thirty million dollar, you know, a player at twenty one, twenty two years old. You know what I'm saying? And and for Buddy, man, he was great. Buddy has been coming last two, three summers, man, and and uh, he's, you know, he he worked, man. He he has been great in there. He loves it, you know. And you know, and he get a chance to go against James Harden and people like that every day. It's like, you know, I want to see that. I want to show you. You know what I mean? I want to. And it just builds everybody's – it it just works for everybody, man. And, and then on top of that, you guys know, it's on a wonderful campus. It's on UCLA. You know what I mean? It's on that beautiful campus, man. You ain't got to worry about nobody messing with you. You know what I mean? And, and or anything like that. I keep it very pure in there. And, and, and once you finish, everybody can get some shots up. It's just like a practice. You can get your shots up after you finish. You can, you know, do some more work if you want to. And then everybody just sits on the sidelines, man, and just fellowship. You know what I mean? Just talk. You know what I mean? Talk about what they're going to do later or what about their plans off for next season. They just kick it, man. And and that's what I like to see, man, because you get guys that probably didn't even like each other. They become friends now because they just get a chance to talk and and, and, and on a different kind of level, you know?
1: Well, one thing I will ask you about too, Rico, was that I've been covering the Kings for a while, over 10 years now. One of the things I know early in my tenure that covering the team, I'd always say was that What's up with the player development? Why aren't these young guys getting better? And over the last, say, hey, 3 to 4 years I started to see a shift. And I asked Winyan Gabriel about it, you know, and he he said, you know, it's you know, guys like Rico and to see a guy like Winyan, you know, he's not with the Kings anymore, but to see a guy undrafted, a two-way guy just work and grind and get to, to, you know, get to a standard NBA contract and to see guys like that, you know, before it was Reno, now it's Stockton. And the work you do with the young guys like De'Aaron now, just what's the, what's that process like of seeing these young guys grasp on, to, they start to get it and then kind of start, you know, take off in their own their own rights.
0: That's the best feeling in the world for for me. That's why I do this, man. I like to see it, like you, you just said, it, to see a guy get it. Like start to figure it out, right? Like, you, and you can see it. You can see it, man. You can see it when it's happening. I mean, it's the. I think it's the best thing in the world. You know what I mean? Like, there's no feeling better than that for me. And I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of people that start to get it. And you're like, man, yes. And 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 and, and shout out to Winnie, man, because he worked. He worked his butt off, man. And I'm so happy for that kid. And he, he's gonna have a great career. Uh, but I think I think as far as for I think as far as the Kings, man, I think they really devoted. To the player development, man. We have a wonderful player development staff, you know, Paige and Vladi. They believe in it. You know what I mean? Obviously, Coach Luke really believes in it. Management believes in it. Ownership believes in it. And when you have these young guys, man, it's about player development. It's all about player development, man. Because put the work in in the summer, putting the work in before practice, practicing, and then putting the work in after practice. Finding that routine that works for you. You know what I mean? I think routine is key. That, that's a life theme too, finding your routine. And I think um, uh, the, the, the Kings organization has done a good job of putting the right people in place to put together the right routines for these young guys. Man, then shout out to the young guys who put the work in, you know, Buddy, Bogey, the air, Mark, all these guys, they, they put the work in, you know what I mean? It's up to us to come up with the routine and the plan, but then it's up to them to execute it and they use their God and talent to work as hard as they can. So they, uh, I think management has done a great job of putting together the right, you know, uh, the right people. And then uh, I think that uh, you know Coach Luke gives us the freedom to to be ourselves with these guys, and then the guys work their butts off. It's always about the players. It's always about the players working their butts off. And uh, as far as as far as Foxy man, as far as the uh, uh, uh he's worked his butt off, man. He got hurt early in the season, and, and then um, he worked his butt off, man. Rehabbing, and, and you know some trips I didn't even go. I would stay back, and we would work, man. We would work, and he worked his butt off, man. And he got better and better and better, and, and it's it's sad that the season had to end like that. You know, be suspended like that because, man, he was hitting his groove. Man, he was hitting his groove. Man, and we, and we found a routine that kind of worked for us. And he worked his butt off. And he's a competitor. And we and we was getting. We had just found a really good routine that works for us, and you can see it in the game uh and i can't can't wait for us to start back doing that man because i think he's going to be a hell of a player i think he's going to be an all-star one day and i think the more we can continue to work i think he'll continue to get better man and and and, um he's a competitor he loves to win he's young so he's still trying to you know figure out certain things that's why i said the routine that we were starting to build was working man and 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 that's a credit to uh uh to him it's a credit to him man because uh he wants to be great. He wants to win. He wants to see see the Kings win at a high, high level.
1: I say one of the guys you mentioned was Marvin, and I think back to last summer when I was talking to Marvin in Vegas after Team USA, and he was he couldn't wait to get to LA and work out with you. And then even in, back in September, he's still telling me about you know all the work he put in down at, you know down in LA. He couldn't wait to show it off. And then you know he you know he breaks his thumb the you know fluke thing breaks his thumb the first game comes back hurts his foot and i know he was frustrated with it and he said there's a lot that he wants to show that he just couldn't show because he was hurt just can you just uh, tell us about just the progress you saw in him because when i saw him like i said last year in vegas he looked like he was already on his way to being a different player
0: oh for sure for sure man he worked he worked hard man worked extremely hard this summer and uh you know uh he, he was looking forward to to having a big time season and and, and it just happened. It's just, you know, fluke injuries happen, like you just said, he had a fluke injury and then uh and then it with the thumb and then it kind of set him back some and he still worked to get back and then his foot he started having the, the lingering foot problems, man. So uh he, he was he was hungry and he still is hungry, man. If you see him now he's working his butt off to to to, to be a killer next or whatever this thing starts back up or next season uh and, and and i and i love marvin man he works as hard he works his butt off he's a great kid a wonderful family and uh i can't wait to get back with him you know what i mean because he's oozing talent man that kid is people don't understand how young he is he's a baby man you know what i mean and he's he's just so big and he looks different you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's a young kid man you know he, you know over the next 4 years man when he's like 24 years old think about that he's still going to be extremely young over the next 4 or 5 years 24, 25. That's really, really young. He's. I think he'll have a chance to be a, a all-star talent player for sure, for sure, man. He just got to continue, to, continue to improve, continue to work, which he will work, which is a great thing. And just you know, get, be healthy. You know what I mean? I. Like, he didn't want to be hurt. He just got. He didn't want to be hurt. He just got hurt. Hey, could, could, could you, you say that you again for people,
1: please, uh, who don't seem to understand <laughs> that? Could you please say it again? The man yeah, yeah, didn't get hurt.
2: Can we yeah, confirm that, that he did not ask to be hurt?
1: <laughs> I feel like I got to say that at least once a week to people about Marvin. Oh, What's he scared of? Uh, he's not scared of anything. He's hurt. You think You think he broke his thumb no, on was purpose?
0: Hurt. He was just hurt, man. Yeah, exactly. He was just hurt, man. And, and he's a great kid. He works hard. And, and uh, I'm excited about him. I'm excited about him continuing to work hard. And, and, and he's going to continue to work, man. And I, I love working with him. I love working with him. And I can't wait to get back out there with him.
2: No doubt. Rico Hines here on the throne room breakdown. I don't want to take up too much of your time you've been real gracious with it um, this afternoon. But um one more question. And before that, I you you know, you were talking about the guys that you'll work with and everything like that. And if you get there early enough, a lot of the times you see um Rico working with Rashawn Holmes. And I don't want to make it like Rashawn Holmes is some type of some type of scrub before he got to Sacramento because he was a good ball player. But I think the season that he put together, there's a direct correlation to the work that he's been putting in with you because I can see it in the game. You know, what I'm saying I can see some of the stuff that you guys work on, the finishing around the basket, um, you know, the 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 moves that you make around the basket. I see those things implemented into his game in you know in a game setting, and um, I think he's he's done a great job and you've done a great job with him for sure. Um, so I, I just wanted to get that out there as well. But um, I will. Wanted to talk about the team and what was going on with the season real quick while we had you. I mean, this Kings team had experienced um, a very up-and-down season, you know, starting the season, you know, real rough, um, you know, with the 0-6 start, and then they started playing well, and then uh, some guys went down again, and, um, you know, it was just a roller coaster thing. But the last month or so, they had been playing some really good basketball and it got to the point where they forced, you guys forced yourself back into the playoff pic- picture and, you know, competing for the eighth seed. And I'm sure you guys in the coaches room believe that they were capable of playing that way from the start of the season. You know, there was just factors, whether it was injuries and, you know, and, and trying to get everybody acclimated when they came back from injuries and stuff like that. Um is that something that you guys contributed to? You know, kind of what was going on throughout the season of up and down nature, just the injuries—and then there was a new coaching staff, you know, that had to implement and uh, implement their game plan and their beliefs and their philosophies and stuff like that. And in that last month, did it kind of seem like it kindly kind of finally came together for you guys? You know, right before this this uh, stoppage. Yeah,
0: you, you said it. You you said exactly what it was, man. In my you know, in my opinion, like it was just it was every, everything was new. You know what I mean? It, everything was new. It's like when you're driving through a, a new neighborhood, like you drive through a new neighborhood, you're not gonna just fly through there. You know what I mean? You're gonna like you're gonna be kind of cautious because it's a mm-hmm. new place. You know what I'm saying? Everything is new. You're like, okay, I don't know where this stop sign is. I don't know. So you're gonna kind of take your time to get through that neighborhood. So everything was brand new. You know what I mean? And, uh and, and, uh, for 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 players, for coaches, for everything. So it takes, you know, it, it, it takes a learning curve, man. That has to happen, you know what I mean? And because it's new language, it's new everything. And then on top of that, man, you got to realize we had went to we went to India. You know what I mean? It was kind of cut our training camp a little, a little, a little bit. You know what I mean? That was a long trip. You know what I mean? So it kind of, you know, uh, they we, we it, it threw us off for some days. So we were kind of behind a little bit just because of that India trip, in my opinion. And then um. And then the fluke injuries, you know what I mean, The people getting hurt and this, that, and the other, and and trying to bring them back, and and, and it, it was just the injuries, and then everything was brand new, uh, and the learning curve had to happen. And you're absolutely right, you know, Coach Walton did a great job of of of, of staying the course and, and 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 always granting those dudes confidence. He and Luke is one of the most confident persons you'll ever meet, man. And he did a great job of, you know, steadily putting uh uh placing confidence in those guys you know what i mean and also giving them the ability to 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 play the game pretty much man like a, it's a player's league you know make adjustments understand what's going on but one thing about coach is man he's he loves winning like he's always won you got to realize he's always won you know what i mean Put For the more, you know so he loves winning and he, he really is trying to to, uh put that that culture of winning playing winning basketball and and if you if you remember how he played, he' was such a team player you know what I mean it's about playing passing playing the basketball playing basketball the right way and at his purest form, and he's really 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 uh, 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 demands that of our team, so you know what I mean, so just getting guys to buy into you know it's not the I, it's the we and you know the the better you know the better we play the more we win everybody everybody benefits from that. So I think a lot of it was that, man, uh, the, the the guys the figuring out the learning curve, of I mean, everything being new. And then the second thing is getting everybody back healthy and, and, and then going from there, man. And we're starting to click. We're starting to click. But, you know, like I said, he's a very confident guy, coach is, and he did a good job of of, 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 of placing confidence in each and every one of us through the hard times, through the good times, staying the course, hammer the rock you know, every day doing the right thing, man, and, and, and that's what was happening, man. So hopefully we can get back to that. We're going to continue to work and do the things that we need to do as a staff and as a team, man. But, you know, uh, I think it was more a coach doing a great job of just keeping everybody together, forming the rock every day, and, and um, you know, just that belief. He, he has an unbelievable belief that he that he gives to all of us, which I think was really really good.
1: I'll – th- yeah, I second that. I know I've been on the road with you guys and – you know, just uh, from Luke all the way down. Just You guys never seemed bothered by anything that was going on. And, you know, I, I, I another aspect to forget too was that you guys were adding a lot of new guys to the rotation. Corey Joseph was a new guy. You know, Dwayne, when he was there, was new. Rashawn was new. You know, Trevor was new, and I think you, you, you got that along with some guys who were still young. People forget De'Aaron's not De'Aaron's not old. <laughs> Marvin's not old. Nah. <laughs> so I think people look at well, well, you know, even with Buddy, people say, "Well, Buddy's twenty-seven. Buddy's in his fourth year. Buddy is not, you know, some grizzled." You know, you're gonna have some up and downs as guys figure things out when you you add new guys. And I think there's a a lot of it is Just the fan base has been so anxious for something good. And they figured, oh, it started off bad. It's all over. I'm like, it's not all over. It's not all <laughs> over. Yeah. You know, it, was, it's a, it's, it usually is an 82-game season. We didn't get to 82 yet. But I just think, when when I, as you watch the course of the season, I figured there would be some bumps. I mean, I know the guys weren't going to – you guys aren't going to come out and say the India thing, what it does. But, you know, that's a lot of time in the air and not a lot of time to practice. And the team needed practice. So you expected some bumps, and then you see – you can't plan on De'Aaron missing fifteen games. So much of what you guys wanted to do was based around what Marvin was going to give you, and there's things that Marvin can do as a big that you can't ask another big to do. So, so there's a there's a lot there's a lot going on there, and I just think once you got to that late January, you know, you get Bays, who you know you don't you don't know at the time is going to be a great fit you know you end up with Alex Lynn you don't know he's going to be a great fit and things just started you know building naturally so I want to see you guys get back out there because I want to see how this thing off you know wraps up I was looking forward to it
2: me too
0: yeah hopefully hopefully we get a chance to do it man because I like where our team was and and, uh, and I'm sure we could get get that same kind of energy from the guys once we get once we get back started
2: that's what's up. Rico, man, we told you like 20 minutes, man. And we out here almost 50 minutes, man. So you're you're a man, you're a pro, you know, for giving us your time. And uh I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say right now, Rico, me and Jason, we want to come down and and, and get in, in one of the runs, man. Come on, what's up? Uh, you come can Come on, get in let me get run. out there, man. Yeah. I will watch I will watch.
0: I, wait, I will be Wait, in the do you have
2: room. a uh do you have a big three court? You know what I'm saying? I don't wanna get in the full court run. You got a big three court, you know what I'm saying, where we just go half court, I'll get in that one. Man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, you guys are more than welcome to come down though and just and post up. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm gonna
2: do. That's I, I, all I, I'm gonna do. I'll, right? I'll hold the I'm hold i I'll, I'll be your
1: assistant. I'll help guys and I'll help out. I get in the weight room, but no, I will not get. I don't need to be on the court. That isn't. That I do I, not need I, to embarrass I, myself any further.
2: I can still shoot, but I don't play no defense no more, Rico. So I, I can't. I can't run, man. I can, I can, yeah, <laughs> sure I, I, I ain't locking down. up no more.
1: I'm Barkley at the very end. I'm big. I don't run well. <laughs> I don't jump anymore. I just try to move you out the way. I'm at the, I'm 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 that last season of Barkley when he came back from the injury in Houston.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rico, but you I'm still play it all? Like you still get up and down? No, 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 not really, man. I, you know, but I'm always actually I don't play because just yeah. for the simple fact that uh, uh you know. I, I can't afford to be, like, having a, a, a torn Achilles yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. or, you see, you know what I mean? So, But I'm yeah. always on the court with my individuals. When I'm working with guys, you know, we're always, you know, bumping the ground in defense and stuff like that with them. But right. I don't, as far as 5-on-5, five five, no. It's just because, yeah. you know, I, I can't miss, you know, how this is what I really do. You know what I mean? So if I'm playing picked up with somebody and I tear my ACL on some bull job.
2: Now I'm yeah. down.
0: You know what I mean? It just it, 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 you just it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Right. Now I'm missing the right. time to, for my players, which there's is too, always the too much at risk. Day, you
1: know I mean? Yeah, the culture well, exactly, needs you. Exactly. The culture I, needs you. I, we can't I, have you down for six and, to eight months.
0: And, and, yeah, when I work with guys, when I'm working them out, yeah, I'm I'm working with them. If that makes sense, like I'm you know not just giving them the ball and say do their uh uh-uh. We really getting it in, and my voice helps them get through it. So, um it's fun man it's fun but I nah, don't play five and five <laughs> that's what's
2: up man well we hope to see you guys back out there man uh, the, the whole the whole crew man the coaching staff the players man hopefully in the next couple of weeks man we can uh, figure something out and uh, figure something safe you know what I'm saying and, uh, and and get everybody back out there for sure man but we appreciate you coming on the throne room breakdown man and we gotta do it again man you know you, you welcome anytime on the throne room breakdown man for
0: sure anytime man you guys, you guys stay safe and uh, hit me up if you need me alright Uh,
1: You do the same, man. Appreciate it, Rico.